welcome to Beckett Talks, the podcast from Leeds Beckett University. In these podcasts, we will be showcasing our diverse community of students and academics, touching on the important themes that surround universities today. In this series, Beckett Talks, Be Beckett Ready, we will give you advice and help on your journey to being a student with us. The episodes will cover everything from being the first in your family to go to university and looking at what our students' union can do for you once you get here. Hello, I'm James Kennedy, Schools and Colleges Outreach Officer. In this episode, we're joined by some of our students who were the first in their family to go into higher education. The daunting prospect of student finance and a whole new vocabulary around educational qualifications can be enough to worry many prospective students. Today's students were the first in their family to decide higher education was their preferred pathway over employment and vocational training. Joining us today, we have April Chisnell studying psychology at level five, Kira Mullane studying physical education at level six, and Liam Wilson also studying physical education with a specialism in outdoor education, also in level six. Folks, thanks for joining me today. Focus is on first in their family to go to higher education. So the first question I have for each of you is really, when did you think that higher education could be a pathway for you? For me, it's when I went to college. So I finished school at 16 and went to college. I studied sports science. And then at the end of my first year, they started talking about what you wanted to go into after college. So they had lots of talks at the college about um, different things you can go into, jobs, apprenticeships and at uni. And then I kind of figured out I wanted to be a PE teacher. So then in the second year, they had lots more people coming in talking about it. And um, from then, decided I want to go to uni. But my college teachers helped me a lot because my parents didn't know much about it. So it's a bit daunting anyway to think it's a whole new environment for you. But to add into that, the idea of moving further away from home has got to be a, a bit of a worry. Yeah, I'm glad I've done it, though. I'm glad I didn't stay like in the surrounding area like my mum and dad wanted me to. Why, why is that? It's just nice to get away because they wanted me to stay at home just to save money. But I think moving away and moving somewhere, being away from home, you get so much independence and stuff like that. I mean, were you aware that there were so many universities when you started the research? No, so my mum just thought you'd just go to the nearest one to you. She, didn't, she thought, why are you going all the way up to Leeds? So, yeah, she didn't know that there were so many unis that done that course. She was surprised. <laughs> it's all, quite often you don't realise there's over 130 odd institutions. It's, it's a lot to pick from. Yeah. Uh, Liam, what about yourself? When did you think that higher education was a pathway for you? So I went to Notre Dame St. Farm College um, based in Leeds. And I went there because I kind of didn't know what I wanted to do straight after high school. I think it was the end of year 12, getting into year 13, I, I kind of discovered higher education as an option. Uh, we had a careers fair and I was going around and I was looking at you know jobs like the army, police force, things like that. And then universities kind of cropped up. Um, Obviously not really having any background information on them from family or things like that. Um, looked into it a bit. Uh, my careers advisor got on at me quite a lot, which was important to actually make me to do the final steps. But um, I think the biggest influence for that have probably been my teachers themselves. I kind of looked up to one of my teachers and I thought, right, I kind of want to do the degree I'm doing for PE because I was doing that in sick form. And then that kind of led me onto that pathway. So you got a good amount of support at your institution then? Yeah, definitely. So you had your, uh, obviously your form tutor and your careers advisor and then other members of staff who would help you out. And I think that I owe a lot to them just for the help they gave me at a time when I wasn't always the most attentive as a student. Um, I kind of messed about a little bit in sick form and obviously you need support and staff around you to make sure you get your end goal really. 
And finally, April, what about yourself? For me, it was a little bit different. So obviously, college do support you and they always support me. But since I was quite young, I kind of wanted to go to university. And obviously, no one in my family had done it. So I kind of wanted to be sort of the first student to kind of do it and first like child in the family to kind of have that experience. And I'd known for quite a while that I kind of wanted to teach. So the best way to kind of do it is go and do university. But obviously, I've gone down the psychology route rather than straight into teaching. So that was where I kind of used the college and kind of figured out what I enjoyed we did quite a lot of sessions with our tutors where we'd sit down and we'd sort like personal statements and stuff like that out they'd kind of trained us up to being able to either go to university or do whatever and they started off that cycle of being able to actually get in in the first place. What would you say was the biggest hurdle or the biggest obstacle you had to navigate and and how did you do that? Mine was probably trying to help my parents understand the process of applying, getting student finance and stuff like that, because they struggled to understand why I was going to university and not doing other stuff because they didn't really know much about it. So, yeah, the student finance, like, why did I want all their details to be put into this website for me to get the money? They were just a bit confused about that. There's loads of stuff on the internet that you can use, like loads of websites, there's YouTube videos, universities have videos that you can go on and look at. And also when I was going to the open days, bringing them along and looking at the different universities, they like understood the reasons why I wasn't going to the like universities closer. So I looked at one that was half the distance that Leeds is. Yeah, it just wasn't right for me. And then when they came up and visited Leeds, they kind of realised why I liked it. Um, how good the course was and stuff so getting my parents involved in actually looking at the universities and weighing up like the pros and cons of the different ones really helped and then yeah just sitting them down and explaining loads of different bits because they have like they had so many questions about just like process of applying so they didn't get their personal statement and their careers advisors put on a talk for the parents and I got my parents to go along to that and they explained a few more bits about the process of applying, how they don't have to give me all the money straight away for me to go to university, how the maintenance loan works and the student loan works and how like you don't have to pay it back until you earn over a certain amount of money and then after that it's only a percentage of it and it'll work out as like a phone bill most of the time. So yeah, just telling them loads of different stuff about university that they didn't know to help them ease them into the process. That's it. I mean, I, I'm, I, my job is to be able to explain this almost every day to prospective students and to parents. And there are certain times I think when you're in education, it's very easy to, to forget we use completely different language. We love, we love acronyms, we love different terminologies. And when it comes to the finance, when you know the outcome and how it's actually worked out and the, the real impact to your pocket, it's often easy to forget that those for the first time when they see those upfront figures of 30, 40, 50,000 pounds, they think they actually have to pay that amount up front, which is yeah. completely not the way it works. So it's, I imagine it's, it's quite important for a lot of people. So to all of a sudden have your son or daughter turn around and go, so how much are you earning? can be a little bit off-putting. Yeah, definitely. Especially when in the news as well, it's all negative stuff that they put about student finance. And then they, they don't really tell you like the actual facts about it. So you don't have to you don't have to pay it back until you earn over a certain amount. And you do get a maintenance loan and a student loan. And they don't have to give you money like straight away. Like, if they want to help out, they can, but they don't have to. Like the parents' income, the household income has a lot to do with it. So if they don't earn as much, you get more support and stuff. When you found the amount that you receive easy enough to, to manage for your, for your lifestyle. Yeah, definitely. And they can get involved in helping you manage what you're going to do with your money. So how much your rent is, how much you can spend on other stuff. So getting them involved, it just eases them into it. So they're not all scared that you're just moving away from home. <laughs> Lehman, April, have you got anything else you want to add into that question? 
So you were talking about like hurdles and I have to admit, I'm now obviously in my second year and there's still hurdles that we're kind of jumping over. Um, even for me, I, I've, I moved out into a flat. So I lived at home in my first year and moved out in my second year. When I was like getting sort of forms filled out for my flat, I was like, mum, can you be my guarantor? And even then she didn't really understand why she had to be a guarantor, why she had to put all of her details down. So Kira was saying like, they didn't understand necessarily what, why there was so much like details that needed to be putting down. And then again, like student finance, that's like another big, obviously, like you said, finance is like a big thing. So I think there's still little hurdles to jump over. And like, obviously third year is probably going to be a bit easier with like giving out details because they've already done it for two years. But when I moved out into my flat, that was like another little hurdle to get over. But once you get over it, it's like once you explain everything to them, it's kind of a lot easier. With student finance, we need to know your parental details because the amount you receive is often based on how much your parents earn. My next question, and we'll go over to Liam for this one, is you said you could have gone to a vocational training, you could have gone on to, to employment. Why did you pick higher education? I feel like with a degree, it can open a lot of doorways and pathways that I did potentially want to take. So obviously, at the start of your degree or maybe even before you start your degree and you're making your decisions, you have some form of career aspirations in mind and they're important because otherwise you don't know where you're going and that can be quite troublesome so for me I did want to be a PE teacher things have changed I'm still on course to be a PE teacher but I'm now also potentially considering to be a police officer so for me higher education still getting that degree offers the opportunity for me to still go down so many different pathways because I can still do what I'd like to do even though it's not that exact degree it's very adaptable as well so with with the particular course I'm doing so PE with outdoor education I've been able to mold my degree into a fashion where it's going to help me at the end of the three years rather than it just being a straight right specific job role you will have afterwards as a PE teacher it's not it's so adaptable and that's that's kind of why I picked higher education because an apprenticeship for me I, I think they're really good um specifically degree apprenticeships I do like them but there isn't as many adaptations with what you can do compared to the degree I've done. So for me, a degree has suited me a lot more and higher education has been the option for me rather than something else. So that's, that's a really good point because the graduate labour market, it doesn't stay stagnant. The same jobs aren't there year after year. It's constantly evolving. And I think you're going to see that even more so. You might see a lot of newer types of roles coming through that require people to be able to, to study to that level. Definitely. I think I think just one quick point, what you said there is that a particular job role that I've been alerted to recently is um, a recruitment management role that I'm considering doing now. Um, and it's just like I ne would never have thought before doing a degree that the skills and interpersonal skills I've learned whilst being on the degree could go into so many different marketplaces for a job, to be honest. You can see so many different sectors I can go into just because of the interpersonal skills I've learned on the degree. April, anything you want to put into that? I get constant emails from careers I get constant emails from even lecturers that are like explaining different jobs you can go into so for me obviously I'm doing psychology and there's a lot of things in society that psychology is sort of surrounded by so I've learned that I could go into sort of games testing and stuff like that and I could go into marketing and there's all sorts of stuff even with the jobs that you can get at university like that teaches you and trains you up there's so many transferable skills that you get from university and they, they do teach you a lot. Kira? Yeah I think also um, when I was 18 if I didn't go to university I probably would have got a full-time job I wouldn't have gone into something that I really wanted to do so going to university really opened up lots of different doors it taught me about how many different roles are out there 
that people are doing and it opens doors like that yeah you just mature as well so when you come out of um, college or sixth form at 18 going straight into a job like that you don't want to do might be hard so university gives you a few more years to find a job that you really want to do and that you'd enjoy wake up in the morning to go to and stuff so yeah I'm glad I went to university. Have there been any particular people that have really helped you bridging the gap to higher education? We'll start off with Kira this time. It was probably my college tutor who helped me bridge the gap so he went to Leeds Beckett and from before that I was constantly thinking that I was going to stay closer to home be near my family save money I think him encouraging us to go to lots of different universities, have a look at the campus, have a look at the course, meet the teachers, the facilities you're using definitely helps. So him encouraging us to look at loads of places, lots of different courses as well, and not just stick to like you might you might hear of a course and then you look further into it and there's lots of sub courses off it. So say psychology, you can have psychology and criminology, um, psychology and sociology. I didn't realise that there were so many courses out there. So him showing us all the different courses out there really helped as well. So do you know how many variations of courses there are in the UK? Hundreds, thousands. More. Near 30,000. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's that's lots. That's <laughs> daunting for a lot of people, and they are doing 30,000 different courses, over 130 physical universities you can walk into. When you look at FE providers, it's near, I think, near 400 institutions that you can pick from. Wow. That's why Definitely. it can be so daunting. Yeah, so it's good to look at how all the different courses, because if you just have your mind set on one and stick to that, it might not be the best for you. So if you look at all the other ones that you could do, there might be one that's best fitted. Excellent. Thank you. April? So there's not a specific person, but my tutor definitely helped because when I was at college, I hadn't even left Manchester before. So I the only place I'd ever been on the train was to Manchester. And I remember telling her one day and she was like gobsmacked that I'd never left home. And obviously she's like, April, if you do anything, I want you to go visit a couple of universities. And the person I was sat next to, we'd agreed to go visit Liverpool and um, have a look at that university. Obviously, for me, I didn't want to move too far away from home because our family are quite home bird so we like to stay quite close obviously I've never left Manchester obviously once my tutor gave me that push obviously I wanted to make sure that I could prove to her that I was actually capable of leaving my house and leaving my family for a, a day or two and uh, exploring the world a little bit and as soon as I did that I realised that it's actually quite good getting that experience in the world and seeing other people and then kind of once I got to university I think it was quite important to have the tutors and stuff so I think they're called academic advisors um they kind of supported you a lot when you're kind of settling into it and you're kind of not sure and you can book a meeting in with them and kind of just chat through it and talk to them and like even though they're there to sort of support you academically they sort of support you throughout the whole journey of you being at university so I think they've definitely helped me a lot as well Okay, Liam. But my main influential person would definitely be my nan. I had a lot of people saying, you know, you shouldn't go. You're not necessarily academically, you know, inclined enough to do a course like that. Um, I was like, oh, thanks. So that's that's been a bit of an intrinsic motivation. That's kind of got me going and wanted to actually finish the degree um, over the years. She kind of just, she's never been to university. Um, She's a teacher herself. And she just said, you know what, you need to do what you want to do at the end of the day. You need to do what makes you happy, not what other people make you. What makes other people happy? I kind of just, I kind of just went off that vibe. To be honest, I did want to go myself, 
when I went on the open day, I actually went by myself. It was a bit daunting. And, you know, it is, it is a scary experience, I think, especially when you're on your own. But one of the first people who caught my eye and had a chat with me did happen to end up being my uh, academic um, advisor. And do you know what? Ever since day one of moving to the uni has been brilliant. You know, it's, even with current times now, I'm still having regular phone calls with him about work. And to be honest, sometimes he just checks up on me. So for me, it's it's nice that I've had people before going to university supporting me and then someone throughout university supporting me as well. And hopefully it will be reciprocated after uni. But uh, yeah, to be honest, it's been a nice experience to have some people back at me at least. Obviously, when you do leave, you should still get a lot of support through our alumni team and also our careers team. Because you know you can use our careers team for a number of years after you've graduated. So it's not a, that's it, you've left, you're still part of that Beckett family. You still get to come back and use some of the services. Is there anything in particular you think would have been more useful to you? So it's thinking a bit more critically about the information you had received. Is there anything that if you had to do it again, is there something you think could have been done better or that you'd have wanted to be included? Or is there anything in there that actually you could have done without? You need to be more informed about what's available. So Kira, for example, spoke about how many different variations of courses there are and she knew of all these different types of things she wanted to do. For me, it was quite limited. I knew there were courses out there, but at the same time, I hadn't had the information or even looked for it myself actively to try to find out about other stuff. You know, there have been times on this degree where I thought that I considered doing maybe something more in a management role or something like that. But at the same time, my degree has allowed me to adapt it and make sure I can at least get certain modules that incorporate things like that within it. So I'd, I'd say knowledge, definitely. I feel like that is something that can really hinder your applications and even your thought processes and things like that. So being as informed as possible in year 12 to make a good decision in year 13 about where you want to go is really important. Yeah, as much knowledge as possible is probably my tip. I thought like I was going to go to university and do the exact same as what I'd done in high school and in college and kind of come out with, you know, my GCSEs and everything like that. And I thought it was going to be the same for my degree. And I just I wouldn't have any specific transferable skills. Whereas now I think I've matured a lot more and got a lot more life experience from actually going to university and like talking to academics and talking to like different people because when you're taught in like a college or in a high school you kind of just taught the content and you're not really you don't have to think for yourself as much so as soon as you go to university you get that experience of being a bit more of an adult and you're not forced into it and I think I was really worried of like being pushed straight away into doing all this like academic writing and exams and stuff like that whereas the actual fact is is like you kind of get a lot more support I'm doing a lot more content but all of it's transferable it's not like it's separate it's all quite intertwined and when I learn one thing from one module it can be applied to another. Kira, what are the things that you would have found more useful? Like when I got into university so when we started doing our first assignments people in my class whose parents went to university they'd be sending their assignments to them to look, look over look for all like spelling grammar if it's like academically correct and I thought it was annoying how I couldn't send them to my parents I wish I knew that there was so much more support out there so tutors can help you load your seminar tutors, your lecturers, ability, academic librarians, which I haven't used as much as I should have. Each school has a librarian who can help you twice a semester, look for articles and journals for your assignments and just having so there's so much help out there. It's just knowing what you have out there that you can use. That's it. You have to be the one to initiate it. Yeah, you have to go out and ask for help. But it's just I wish I knew 
all the different places that you could get help from because there's so many different places that um, can help you at the university. What's the one piece of advice that you'd want to give to yourself? I think it'd be just do it like because obviously there's a big like I said for me the fear factor was a lot and once you've made that jump it's it's worth it and I think I tell myself it is like worth it like you should do it and you should make the most of the experience so yeah make the most of it. Liam? I feel like for myself it's a big question because there's probably a few things I'd I'd want to probably remind myself kind of the same as April make the most of the experience I feel like some parts of university time I've really not made the best of sitting here now as a you know finishing university soon hopefully I kind of regret little bits where you know I could have gone to that extra lesson or I could have potentially gone onto the sports team and done something like that or you know little things like that so I think that for any prospective student coming along have a go at everything honestly because there's so many different things you might absolutely hate it but at least you've tried it yeah definitely and don't worry about money too much don't panic about what you're gonna do when in three months time when you're only eating spaghetti and beans and stuff like that honestly just try enjoy the experience i'd probably say um don't let people put you off going so lots of people might be telling you don't go go into a job go into an apprenticeship uni is not the best for you but if you want to go and you have your heart set on going and doing a course go and do it it's been so good the last like four years I've been here don't really want to leave because it's been so good you gain so much confidence you meet so many people from all around the country there's so many opportunities that I wouldn't have got if I didn't go to university. So we mentioned earlier on about the idea of the skills that you develop through your degree one of the other things also is the idea that you can develop a lot of additional skills that aren't necessarily what's written in the module sheets or are assessed in the examinations or your presentations. A lot of it can be these life skills. So is there anything in particular you've developed during your university course that you feel quite proud of? We'll start with April. So for me, it's developing like the confidence. So a big part of it was like, obviously, before I'd been to university, I, um, like I said, I've never left Manchester. So I was quite fearful of like going out. And a lot of people I know definitely shied away from university and went into like, you know, like a little job um, because of the fear of being pushed into the adult world. So when I left, obviously, I was very scared. And as soon as I got there, like, I developed a lot of confidence and like I say I would never have dreamt of doing this job I would never have thought that I could be comfortable talking to them and sort of going into big lecture halls and talking to anyone that's got questions and stuff like that and now I absolutely love being able to like give my knowledge to other people so I think that confidence has been a massive thing for me. Have you said to yourself to be studying of 200 people talking about your subject what would your response have been? absolutely not like before this happened I would have said no like I didn't even want to do like little tiny group presentations or anything like that um and even in my first year we struggled with that that was one of our first um assignments like we had to do a presentation and it was like my worst nightmare and now like I kind of enjoy them obviously it's still a nerve-wracking thing but it's kind of an enjoying nerve-wracking thing because like you know that you're kind of helping someone else be able to potentially make that move to university. Kira? When you go to university, because you're doing a specific course, you meet so many people on that course who enjoy what you're doing. So say if you're doing media or fashion or music or PE psychology, you find loads of like-minded people that are doing the same course as you and want to study that. You might go from sixth form where you might be the only person to go and study 
music but then when you get there you find so many people who are passionate about it as well and it's nice finding people who are on the same wavelengths as you and like the same stuff. So Liam are there any particular skills that you really developed that you didn't think you would? Public speaking if you'd have asked me same scenario again in first year um when there's I don't know between 100 and 140 on our course to answer a question a, a lecturer has asked you know, I'd be sinking down in my seat and I wouldn't say anything. You know, it's, it's one of them things you'd just be so unconfident that if you spoke out of turn or you, your answer wasn't correct, everyone's going to take the mick out of you or something like that. Definitely public speaking is something I've developed and I'm quite proud of, to be honest. Going into higher education, now that you're two or three years in and then coming to the end of it, has the reality met your expectation? Yes and no. I feel as if my expectations were exceeded definitely just going around the Headingley campus where I study is fantastic it's like a little version of Hogwarts I love it um, one of my favorite bits of our uni has been the buildings the grounds and sometimes just just going and sitting on the acre things like that and getting word done okay we're going to Kira yeah my expectations definitely be met I had I've had like the best four years ever the friends you meet there from all over the country is amazing I really enjoyed learning about my subject you pick a subject that you're really passionate about and you want to go into so the stuff you learn it's not like in school when I used to do maths English science you have to learn all of them you're learning about one subject that you're really passionate about with academic advisors and the lecturers are so knowledgeable and it's enjoyable like them teaching you stuff and the passion that they have they're passing it down to you and yeah just the friends you make the different opportunities you get so the different placements you can go on so without university I wouldn't have been able to get six weeks in a school every Friday going into different primary schools coaching so without having university I would have wouldn't have any of that experience and also just gaining confidence in myself like knowing that I'm I'm good at this subject because I've learned so much at university that I want to put into practice now and so I'd just like to say thank you very much for joining me today on today's episode. And also I'd want to send a, a big thank you to, to your families for, for being so supportive with you taking on a, a career within higher education. Thanks a lot. Take care. Thank you for listening to Be Beckett Ready. We do hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you would like to find out more, including upcoming dates for our open days, please check our website leadsbeckett.ac.uk or follow the link in the description.